This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. You say you got a million problems and you don't know quite how to solve them. Just call on Jake and Amir. They'll tell you which way to go. It's advice for the world to hear on the If I Were You show. How's that for short and sweet? Very soothing. I like that. Very sweet. That was Stephen McDonald from Massachusetts. Mass, sorry, Massachusetts. No, you were right the first time. Massachusetts. Yes. You say Massachusetts? Sorry. All right, I see it now. Massachusetts. People can check out my original mucus. Oh, no, you forgot how to read. But you're not totally. pretty Pretty much anywhere by... Um, searching, sorry, chursing. No, you're saying the right word, and then you're correcting yourself and saying for it's super wrong. My old band, the OK Win. Oh, sorry, the Kawe. No, oh. well, this is a oh. bad time to do the bit. <laughs> Say the real name of the band, you ass. The OK Win is the name <laughs> of the band, and uh, whoa. Or you can go to my website, Stephen News. That's pretty cool. Whoa, nice. A dot News extension. Dot News. That's what you should get. Would you rather have jakehurwitz.com back or jake.news? Jakehurwitz.com back. Of course. <laughs> Jake.news seems like it, you put a typo in a sentence or something. <laughs> but I kind of like .news. I'm I do too. I, I don't hate it. .news domain search. Let's see if we can find a good .news. Fake.news? Well, that's definitely taken. Right? be crazy if it wasn't wait a minute oh it says it's available but it costs ten thousand dollars that's a fine deal yeah that's not bad what's another let's see amir.news if that's available amir.news for all the news on oh yeah it's taken of course of course (laughs) basketball.news this is great radio (laughs) it's taken (laughs) What are we doing? <laughs> We're searching for dot news. I've domains. lost you. No, I'm not. You are. You're supposed to be hosting a podcast. Choose dot news is, is taken. taken. Yeah, a lot of them are. So taken. at least say things that are available. <laughs> and don't if you're going to go on this half. strange tangent. <laughs> don't say it so excitedly. Whoa, photography dot news is taken. Is taken. Yeah, yeah. Why awesome. are you saying it so happily? <laughs> 
I'm just saying it's it was photography.news isn't even that good of a website. Of course. Of course it's not. Anyway, this is a fire show. The only podcast on Where we the look web. for dot news web extension. That's ex- exclusively dedicated to dot news. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. And we uh, it's a, it's actually an advice show. We we comb the internet looking for people who are in need of our help. Most of the times they just email us, so it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. If I were you, show at gmail.com. Today is a special. It's a Twitter lightning round episode. Ooh, yeah. Which means I tweet, anybody got a quick question for us? And people have to hit us with their best thoughts. Hit us with your best thoughts. Fire away. This is good. I wanted to get to these questions before you went to New Orleans this weekend and maybe died. Yeah, that's always a possibility when I go on vacay. A bachelor party to New Orleans with... Are Mama the, Bear, are, Mike Carnell. Are the Rosenberg twins going? They are. Both? Uh, yes. OMG. That yeah. seems like a dangerous recipe for disaster. Yeah. I mean, Mike and the Rosenbergs, and we're not even talking about friggin' Hank. Oh, Hank the Tank. Hank's going, dude. <laughs> and you know he'll be there. You know it. Are you probably gonna do like take it easy like a food and wine tour of new orleans where, i like, might you do, do like a, a wine bar and and an espresso yeah, thursday you wanna, night like, call it a night early just so that you can hit up the museums on friday right. morning because on friday i, th- I yeah world we, war ii museum mm-hmm. and then french quarter arc uh, architecture tour right. and you have to do that before it gets too late otherwise you run into a lot of riffraff yeah a lot of as the sun sets in new orleans you don't want to be out and about on the streets. i right? try to get in before the evening <laughs> yeah yes. uh, and then I, that's my my time to unwind and i haven't read any of my periodicals because i'd been touring the city so in the evening i'll just read magazines and, and newspapers you, and you have a just a hotel room or a motel room where you're sort of separated so at night you can sort of individually wind out you don't have to like spend mm-hmm. your time unwinding with other people i'd really hate to have an unhealthy time in in nola and then are you coming back on saturday or are you gonna stick st- uh, go through the weekend there um i know i'm gonna stick it out through the weekend i'm just gonna kind of take it easy because on saturday i'm going to do a drug infested <laughs> rape i'm gonna shove molly and cocaine up my ass and around the corner i'm gonna stick a baton rouge <laughs> up my rouge uh no i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be fun i can't wait to hear the stories that come out of there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You think- well, you'll see me on Sunday. Uh, you- if I survive, I, we have a show in Nashville on Sunday. Oh, shit. That's right. Uh, this episode comes out the day after that, so no need to reference it. Of course. It was an amazing show. Oh, yeah. You're going to awesome. go from a, a bachelor party to a live show. Yeah. You're going to be a shell of a man. It's really true. I got it. And Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to take it easy on <laughs> Saturday, which doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Or anyone really in New Orleans. Yeah. Would you say bachelor parties are more fun than the weddings? Um, definitely a different kind of fun. I don't think, I think the weddings are fun in part because you're surrounded by friends and family. Right. And so it's a little friends. bit more of a wholesome fun. love fest. Yeah. I bet it's more fulfilling. Yeah. Uh, your hearts are more full. But you're not necessarily going ham. Raucous debauchery of the bachelor party. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I guess I have to go to both and we'll see. Is anything planned for this bachelor party as far as you know? Um, it's, I think we're going to a basketball game. And that's... That seems fine. That's kind of all I know. Um, all right, let's get to these questions. Do you have any ones to start us off? Uh, oh, yeah. I did have a question that I actually liked. Yeah. Um, it was... Hold for it. It's okay. Hold for it. 
I'll look up some more dot news while you look. Hold for it. Keep on holding. Oh, all right. Yeah. Shady dot news. (laughs) It's freaking taken. It's absolutely taken. This one comes from Patrick Keppel. Uh, Papa Kep. What is he, Yiddish? (laughs) He asks, what is the best ring food? Donuts, onion rings, etc. Oh, a food that's a circle with a hole in the middle. Yeah. So what are our options here? We got we got donuts, we got bagels, we got onion oh, bagels, rings. Onion rings. It, I mean, it's he we basically took two funyuns <laughs> as sort of onion rings. He ba- he took two of the three that I would have known <laughs> yeah. in the question. Is there any other There's option there? Ring pops. Is that a ring food? The food itself is not a ring. It just it's f- placed it's on, on a, a ring. ring. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, you better believe that's a ring food. It's literally a ring. What Everything about else a, just represents a ring. What about a single onion? You know how they you can make them in ring form. Yeah, I like guess a if circle, you cut, right? As a circle part of an onion. That's true. I guess a bagel is probably the right answer, though. Bagels your favorite ring food? I think. So. Well, I mean, is it a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel? No, it's a bacon, egg, bacon, egg, and cheese on an onion. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a bacon, egg, and cheese on an onion? And uh, right. do you have diet diet Snapple? That's when I can eat the glass and it's calorie free. And it doesn't come with a friggin' fact on the top. Because I know for a fact that I can't eat the glass. <laughs> I learned that the easy way. Somebody told me and I never tried it. Uh, I'll go donut. You'll go bagel? Yeah. That actually brings us to this next question What is your favorite Jewish snack? You can almost say bagel again. Hmm. I don't even know. Oh, schnitzel? Schnitzel's is that pretty a snack? Jewish. Hummus? Yeah, hummus? hummus is Jewish for sure. Um, I, uh, matzo ball soup is my favorite food. That's not really a snack, it's a full meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's beastly, which is a snack from Israel. That could be a Jewish snack. Oh, latkes. Yeah, oh, latkes are good too. That's my shit. Latkes, my shit. Uh, that, w- that came from Elboy, Logan Farrell, 85. Mm. Do you have another one? What's the best tie shirt color combo to wear to a wedding? Tie shirt color combo. Yeah. I guess white shirt is the safest bet, and then you can futz with the suit color and the tie. That's Do you go matchy matchy, like blue and blue? I never, I, there's, I guess like there's one time I can remember that I wore a blue shirt with a gray, like a darker gray suit. But I'm, I'm a big fan of just a white, white shirt. A nice crisp white. Yeah. And then have fun with the tie and the suit color. If it's a summer wedding, you could go like bright blue suit. It's kind of fun. And you can even go shirt no tie if it's a hot wedding. Mm, that's true. Draymond Green once wore a short sleeve jacket and shorts in his suit. How's that for a summer wedding look? Yeah, that sounds awful. Okay, for sure. <laughs> uh, I have to make a return with regards to your wedding. Oh, no, yeah, you have to wear the same shit as me. You I don't can't have there. to. You can just pull You're not my you're not in my you're not a groomsman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm actively sabotaging it? Yes, exactly. What the hell was that? Exactly. Actually, you can hear all about it on groomsman.news, which is <gasps> available. Of course that one's available. Right. Obviously. <laughs> of course. Uh, what else you got? How do you make friends in a new city? I recently moved after getting a new job, asks Teague Hipkiss. Oh, that is a tough one. I don't know. I never moved to a completely new city without a job. Oh, wait, he has a job. Yeah, he has a job. So you'll make friends at work. I also pick up a hobby. For instance, I made two friends when I didn't have that many friends in LA at the rock climbing gym. 
Shout uh, out to Stacy and Katie. Oh, that's good. So, you, but then you have to actually like shit. <laughs> I don't have time to do that. Right. Well, I guess if you're not a negative little troll, boy, I'm a nasty little boy, and I'll meet crabby attitude <laughs> and an ass to boot. <laughs> crabby dot news. Yeah, you got a bad attitude, but a fat ass, and that's why you're my friend. <laughs> I have if, a bad honestly, if you didn't have such a plump, juicy ass, <laughs> I don't think we'd hang out. I don't think we would be friends. Which is a way to make friends. What do, are there any dating apps for friends, like Tinder, but for friends? I think there. I, I've heard I, of girls doing that, like matching with other girls. Yeah, I think I think all those dating apps have like a looking for friends setting. Yeah, but those just that just seems fake, doesn't it? It does, but you know, a couple of years ago, it seemed fake to meet your girlfriend or boyfriend on tinder so maybe it's more status quo now it's a very funny story to say you met your best friend on tinder <laughs> well that's what you could say if like you met your wife there i met my best friend and my wife right on tinder <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's true um juliana bibout says does micah need a date to the wedding Ooh, no he doesn't okay let's see here micah's spoken for Roel Pronk writes, uh, what will happen when there are only seven of us at the Amsterdam show? That's actually a great segue into saying that we are doing our first show ever in Amsterdam. Yeah, we're trying to sell out the Zal. Oh, the Zal. We don't really know what Zal means, but it's a section on the seating chart. But it's ideally, Zal good for sure. Nice. Uh, we're going to Amsterdam, London, and Dublin on uh, June 4th, 6th, and 10th. In some sort of order, I'm going to put all the information on infarwereyoushow.com. As of now, Dublin tickets are available. Amsterdam tickets are available. We're working on getting London tickets available. So hopefully they're all available uh, come Monday when this episode comes out. Truth. Monday, April 23rd when this episode comes out. We're recording this on a Wednesday. So don't think it's like super outdated. Do you have a, do you have a good question? Uh, this girl, Ellie Rose, says, Is it weird to go on holiday with my boyfriend and his best friend? To a Greek island, if that helps. P.S. Is it weird to move in with my boyfriend and his best friend? Interesting. So let's put this in our terms. A lady, my lady or yours, asks us if she can go on vacation with me and you. Or, yeah, I guess it's weirder that me and you want to go on a vacation. Without. Although sometimes, like, we'll do a trip, a work trip, and um, a significant other will attend. Like, yeah. Streeter's wife came to Australia, and that was fun. Yeah. I think the vacation's not weird at all. That'll, that'll just be a fun time. But do you want to move in? You once lived with Streeter and his girlfriend. Yeah. That was... Was that fine to have? I mean, I guess at that point, I don't think I cared that much. I was younger i don't think it's something i would do now yeah it seems like it would be the hardest on the person who had a best friend and a girlfriend and he's just trying to juggle that 24 7 yeah that's true um yeah i don't know i don't i don't think you want to move in with a boyfriend and his best friend that seems weird yeah. but vacation yeah especially the it. greek islands unless you're moving in on the greek islands that's even better in which case yeah uh, do you get a good one? If you could fly, but it took the same amount of energy as running, how often would you do it? Uh, probably. I like that question because you always think about like, oh, I wish I could fly. And it's just effortless. But you imagine soaring. just like, yeah, just like flying with your mind. Floating, really. But like walking takes effort. Running takes effort. Yeah. So imagine if you could fly, but it was really hard. <laughs> yeah. Just as hard as like, I guess it would be even harder than running because you're sustaining yourself. You imagine flapping? I don't think I would imagine like flapping or moving. But You it's imagine just like, soaring. I think it's, yeah, but it's more, I guess like a concentration like 
flexing or something. That's that's what it would take. Oh, I see. So you're just it's sort like, of like working would, out and flying at the same time. Almost be like time. holding a plank. <laughs> so that's a hard, like you could do it for like a minute too if you're really in good shape. Right. And it, well, if you do it all the time, you could hold a plank for like a couple minutes. Yeah. And that's how, I guess if you could fly, it would be so fun. Planks aren't fun. That's why people don't do it very I often. love planking. Really? Yeah. So why don't you plank for the rest of the show? Fine. And then I'll post the video to plank.news. And it is available. Right. And why wouldn't it be? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> of course. Plank.ninja is available. Is it? Probably. <laughs> There's a .ninja extension? I think there is. God, I yearn for a simpler time. Give me a .com and a .net. <laughs> At worst, .org, but that's it. .gov, maybe, and hell, .news, why not? <laughs> so you don't yearn for a simpler time. Uh, oh, here's a good one from Jeffrey James, he asks. Um, I went in to get tested for, <laughs> for STIs. The doc took one look at me, burst out laughing, and, she's, <laughs> and she said, didn't need to draw any blood to know I was a virgin loser. How can I prove to my jerk urologist that I get girls? Says Jeffrey James. How can he prove to his <laughs> urologist that he gets girls? Because she laughed at him. I guess you have to go back. You have to like find a way to get an STD. Yeah. Whether or not it's from a woman or if you, it's just you rubbing your penis near a dumpster or something. Yeah, because they're probably swimming with disease eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so get yourself genital herpes, and then she, next time you go in, she laughs. She's like, I told you you didn't have an STD. Whip out your dick, and it's covered with warts. Sores. And you say, joke's on you. <laughs> and she's like, I have surveillance cam footage of you taking off your pants and underwear and sort of nudging around on this dirty bench. Really? <laughs> yes. And then she says, by the way, we have to amputate your penis. <laughs> Well, at least you know I'm not a virgin loser. <laughs> of course you are. And now you'll die that way. Oh, no. Um, all right, got Here's it. another. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you go. Uh, a travel question. Okay. Uh, Ty says, I know you've traveled a lot together, but where is somewhere you'd like to go together that you haven't gone? Also, somewhere you'd like to travel with your significant others Thanks, dudes, and keep on with the great podcast. Day one, off myself in a Starbucks. Nice. So where haven't we been together that we could go together? Um, uh, oh, you know, I always regretted that I didn't get to go to Barcelona with you. Yeah, that was a fun trip. Okay, we can go to Barcelona. And then where would you want to go with your lover? No, 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 it has to be somewhere that neither of us have ever been. Yeah, because then it's like you're comparing it to your last relationship. And yeah. it's like, oh, did you and Jesse already eat here? So what the fuck am I doing here having Iberian ham with you? Exactly. Oh, I you guys had? bring that up. <laughs> yeah, we had did a lot of Did you share ham. tapas, you <laughs> and Jesse? That's correct. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew Tapas is our thing. <laughs> Curse you and your fat little ass. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think in America, where haven't we been together as, Ooh. as comedy partners for life? Chicago, we've been Miami, yeah. of course, LA, yeah. San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. Yes. Austin, Nashville, New Orleans. Yeah. Vegas. We're going. Vegas is a good one. Also off the, off the list. What are we left with? We got secondary cities. We got Denver gone, Honolulu, we've peace been there, out. Been there. 
Yeah. Been to Boston, been to New Haven, been Boston, to Atlanta, New Haven. been to Raleigh. Oh, yeah, Atlanta's a good one. We have, Yeah, we've already been there. Houston, even. We've been everywhere, <laughs> man. man. We've been, been everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Yellowstone, we took that group that trip. That was really nice. Yeah, Minneapolis, Chicago, oh, I, Wisconsin. Yosemite, I always wanted to go to Yosemite with you. Oh, but you've been before, haven't you? Yes, with your Jesse brother. had Iberian ham <laughs> at the top of Half Dome. <laughs> we called it Ham Dome, and oh, we laughed. <laughs> and kissed with each other. Yes, with tongue, with each yes, other. We shared tapas of a cliff bar <laughs> we had in hands the valley. As we dangled off the sheer edge on one of those tents that hangs from the rock. That's right, a portal edge, brother. <laughs> God, where the fuck haven't we been together? Toronto and Calgary now, Winnipeg, Vancouver, all gone off the list. What about ski I mean, towns? We haven't skied cities. together. We've never often. been to Tahoe together. Okay. I've always, and I like Tahoe a lot. Yeah. We, we've, you've been to Tahoe. I've yeah. been to Tahoe. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a city that... I, I've never been to Alaska, and I've never been to North Dakota. Those are the last two American states that I've never been to. Okay. So North Dakota, we've you and I have never been to Bismarck. That's correct. And I think we we, we should do a show in Bismarck, of course. <laughs> Alaska, then, I went on a family like cruise there when I was like 15. So I've oh. seen some Alaskan stuff. So does that, have you been to every state then? I don't know. Because I don't think I've been to like Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah, if we go to Little Rock together? I've been to Little Rock. Fuck. Wouldn't be new. What about Alabama? We go to Alabama together. We watch like oh, an SEC been, football game. Haven't we been to Alabama together? We like drove through and like saw Tuscaloosa for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. But I want to like spend a fucking month and a half with you in montgomery okay just a historical fucking tour just you and i down and dirty me you jesse and a fucking leg of ham <laughs> going ham <laughs> uh and where do you want to go with your so tokyo nice ass <laughs> i deserve to be in japan Turning Japanese. Yes, I am turning no, Japanese. No, no. Next question. <laughs> uh, there was one other question about uh, traveling that it got me thinking about. Now I'm trying to find it. Um, oh, yeah. Why hasn't Jeffrey brought you to Cleveland? That's a city we've never been oh, to together. Oh, he invited it. That's true. There you go. Oh, actually, we have been to Cleveland together. We have? Yeah, we went for... I thought we went to Cincinnati. Oh, maybe it was Cincinnati for the Mountain Dew thing. So there we go. Biggest city we've never been. Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, also Pittsburgh. That's true, too. I want to do the Rust Belt tour. Forget everything I said about Alabama. That uh, place I, sucks. Pittsburgh and Cleveland would be fun back-to-back -back shows at, like, the end of the summer or something. That's nice. The AFC North tour. Just some real blue-collar football happening. Mm -hmm. Oh, Me, yeah. you, and fucking... Trent Dilfer going ham on an Iberian ham. <laughs> going ham on Jesse's leg. That's right. We are cannibalizing his ass. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. We'll thank some sponsors. We'll come back with some more quick hitting QQs after this. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. Uh, we all carry around different stresses. Indeed. Whether you're anxious or depressed about a family relationship, a friend relationship, work, life, mm. balance issues. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of reasons these days. There's always something to be a little bit tense about. And the best way to relieve that tension and to stop carrying that burden uh -huh. is by talking to a professionally licensed therapist. That's right. And the best way to find one of those... Ooh is by going to BetterHelp because it's entirely online. It's nice. designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. 
All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Easy peasy, bud. Jake, I talk to therapists all the time, and it's and very helpful. Yeah, you talk to therapists. Like Multiple they, they keep therapists on dropping you. Have, yeah. have come to me and with their hat in hand. And I help them, and they help <laughs> yeah. me. Right, amazing. Yes, we're all helping each other because we're all talking to one another. And... If I wanted to just stay at home and do so more affordably and conveniently, I would use BetterHelp. Right on. You can visit BetterHelp.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Awesome. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash segments. Their prices are low because they're not like, you know, the therapists are not paying for rent anywhere. Right. So well, they might be paying for rent somewhere, cost, but, it's, yeah. Yeah, but it's not necessarily an expensive office. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. they pass those yeah. cashes on to you. But that's, those savings go on to you for yes, sure. Yes, correct. So again, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Easy. Thanks, BetterHelp. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're back. Yeah! You had a request that was kind of like unsolicited advice, which is unsolicited requests. Unsolicited begging for favor. Uh, our podcast is nearly five years old. Yes. And, and you think it's time to re-up our most sacrosanct tradition, an unmovable object so far, which is our podcast art. Yeah. People know us from this art. It I, pops, and it's green, and it's peach. And you're over it. I'm not oh Yeah, I guess I am over it. I you're. It was made for us by your brother, yep. who did an amazing job. Yep. And I feel like the time has, has come for us to move on to the next phase of our podcast branding. Yeah, it's a big deal because we've had... It's, it's, a, it's an iconic look that hasn't changed for five years. Unfortunately, we have. I have a beard now. My glasses are different. You have seemingly red hair in this photo. Yeah, um, which is sort of like a cool artistic liberty that your brother took. Yeah. But also, the um, what we've learned about podcast art is that you're supposed to... The title is supposed to be a little bit more readable. Yeah, bigger and more prominent. Yeah. Um, so you think it's time to change it up. So what's your request here? What are we asking for? I guess I, I personally like the idea of using photos of us. So that way, if like a lot of the time our podcast art ends up on like a, a website or a poster mm -hmm. and people who don't know our podcast would look at the art and be like, oh, I don't care about that show. Yeah. But if they saw our faces, maybe they would say, oh, I don't know that podcast, but those are the guys from those shitty YouTube videos that I used to like. Bingo, and bingo, I will bongo. go to the show. Okay, so what's the deal here? You want new podcast art? Do we have any dimensions? Do you have any high res photos to provide, or is it just like? Of course, I don't. Find it yourself, and if it's good, we'll give you the high res image of it. Um, oh yeah, that could that could work because it has to be at it has to be a you square. Know the stuff that yeah, I, that so it has to be a square. Do. That's the big, huge first and foremost. Apple the uh, Apple Podcast Store um, 
requires that it be a square minimum resolution of 1400 by 1400. So these are huge images that are shrunken down. Mm -hmm. So if you can follow those two things, do you want to give any more direction or dealer's choice? I, I mean, we, I remember we used to get like uh, thumbnails for the episodes and we got such good, uh, such good images from that, such good art. I don't want to, I don't want to, give anybody too much right you know so, so just to surprise us impress us and if you need something if you need like a photo that's higher resolution just ask us and we could probably provide it mm -hmm. um, uh, but I, I guess at the very least I'm interested in photos and cool text over t total like yeah illustration unless the illustration like is very very uh Unless it looks a lot like us. And again, it has to be viewable on such a small, small scaled down version that usually the text has to be a little more large and readable. Right. Literally the size of your thumb. Uh, so but we'll give you plenty of credit <clears throat> and promote your art and stuff. There we go. So that's our unsolicited. And fuck it. I'll give you cash. What? I'll give you $1,000 in cash. <laughs> me? You. <laughs> <laughs> For helping me shout it out. Uh, so send the, uh, any attempts at that. Let's give people a week or two and see what we got. Um, if I were you show at gmail.com. Calling all artists. Uh, we should also shout out Luke. Speaking of artists and photographers. Oh, yeah. Luke DeMamio, who uh, photographed our Austin South by Southwest shows, did such a great job. We want to give him a shout out. You can see uh, his photos of us, other HeadGum podcasters, and other uh, awesome photos that he's taken on Instagram. At, uh, his name is at LukeAD. Stands for Luke Anthony Damamio. He's a director, videographer, and photographer in Dallas, if anyone's looking for any of those. And he's also the man. Uh, and he's also the man. He was very friendly and made some awesome, awesome photography for us. And then shout out to his friend who assisted me that weekend, Sam, and his friend, Simi, who's a big fan of the podcast. Hell yeah, Simi. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Simi. Thanks, Luke. That's at LukeAD on Instagram for taking those photos. There's an awesome one of Twinovation, the arm wrestling. That looks like we should almost hire, commission a, an artist to turn it into a canvas, yeah. oil on canvas. It looks like a Renaissance battle scene. There's just oh, so maybe much Nick happening. Rad could do it. He's an artist. That, maybe Nick Rad could do all of our art. No, we have to open it up. We have to let we have to let the fans do it. We've we've gotten this far off the hard hard work of our fans, and honestly, they owe us. They owe us more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we deserve so much more for that. That's right. Uh, so thanks to you guys for any submissions that are coming in. Uh, what else we got in the I got Twitter a great sphere? question from this guy, Coors Light. Corey Stevens, 91. Uh -huh. uh, he said, I told my girlfriend that I like telephone seats today. She didn't write it off, but she definitely wasn't enthused. Does she not understand function as a form of fashion, stylish and practical? And then he sent me this photo of a telephone seat. Uh, these are... I. I, I, the reason this can't stuck out to me is because I walked into like a housing works thrift shop uh, last time I was in, in New York uh -huh. and I saw one of these and they are beautiful. I think they're great pieces for the entryway of your house because they've got, obviously nobody really has like a telephone to leave on the telephone seat right now. Right. But it's sort of like, it's half love seat and half, it's like a love seat except if the other half of the love seat was, uh, an, end table. was dr an end table, drawers, yeah. So- uh, yeah, I think, I've never heard of a telephone seat, but now that I see it, it looks kind of cool. And then what he what did he say? He said he wanted one, and his girlfriend said no. She's just, she said she didn't say no. He just said she wasn't like super impressed by it. That's fine, but it's I mean I totally get. I actually showed the tel the loves the telephone seat to Jill, but Jill also loved it. 
Oh, so I, but funny. I can imagine how you would feel if they if, didn't. Yeah. Um, anyway, these are great. Put it by the entryway of your house. You that way you have somewhere to put your shoes on before you leave for work. When and you also, put your you shoes put your, on a chair. I put my. No, you put them underneath there. Or you put them in a closet nearby. I put my shoes uh, in the closet near the hall. Uh huh. And then in the morning before I leave, oh, you can sit on the chair and put them on. Right now, right now we have a poof uh, next to the entryway, and I sit down on the poof. I'm a stand and slide. I You're want it to be bad for my back and bad for my shoes. Oh, I can't even imagine. And I'm hopping on one foot because it's a tight, tight fit. And I'm borderline twisting my ankle, and I'm borderline hurting my knees. You came in today on crutches, of course, with your with your feet on your to- your shoes on your toes, and a sock on my nose. That's the nursery rhyme I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, recent, uh, sorry, Kian Nizad writes: I'm a recent twenty year old girl. Sorry, I'm a recently 20-year-old girl from Australia, and my 14-year-old sister is going through prime puberty right now. There's no way nice to say it. She's a little shit. She's Mm. hypocritical, dismissive, and extremely selfish. I was a teenager too, but I was never this bad. What should I do? You were an older sibling. Did you ever experience terrible teen tendencies from your tween siblings? No, I think, I mean... The triplets were saints when we were growing up. I was a piece of shit. Oh, you were the terrible tween. I was the piece, yeah. I was sort of an asshole. What's the nastiest thing you did to your um, siblings, older or younger? Did you torment? Um, I mean, I used to get like in physical fights with my older sister. Physical? Yeah. We would like, she threw a remote (laughs) control in my face one time. (laughs) Uh, We would get into like physical fights a little bit. Uh, and then the, maybe like one of the worst things I ever did was like when I was 16 or 17, um, my sis, my whole family was going to like my uncle's birthday party and I was staying home, uh, and it was going to be overnight. They were going to Pennsylvania and I was going to have a huge party. And there was like the girl that I had a crush on at school, like tech never, ever texted me before. Or no, it was I on I am. She never ever I am to be, but she like I am to be and asked about the party and she uh. was gonna come. So I was so excited. She signed onto your buddy list and, and then sent my, you and I am. Yeah, she the door opened. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> saw her. Yeah, no Jesus away Christ. message. A message from Nicole. <laughs> come on. <laughs> what was her aim name? Uh, I don't remember. She was that hot. Exo Missy Nicole OX. Or I something. love that. And and then and then. The next day, when this party was supposed to go down, my sister got so sick that she had to, they, like, her fever was so high, we were talking about taking her to the hospital. But I was such a little shit (laughs) that I was, like, I was mad at my parents that they were going to stay home and take care of my sister rather than go to the, my uncle's party. And I was life wasn't fair to you. I was mad at my sister. I was like, aren't you feeling better? (laughs) And then my mom was like, got mad and they like found out I was going to have this party and I like threw a chair against the wall. (laughs) Yeah, you found out I'm throwing a party? Well, now I'm throwing a chair. I hate you. Go to Philadelphia. Like, my sister is maybe has to go to the ER, and then their 16-year-old son is just throwing a fucking chair at the door. <laughs> now we know where we get our inspiration from. 
and we write that person every day. Yeah. Truly, just a person who's, yeah, my, my life revolves around me. Everyone's so against me. And even when something bad is happening to you, it's worse that it's <laughs> happening to me that it's happening to you. Because I can't do the thing that I'm not supposed to do if you're here to see that I can't do it. Don't you get that? Did, uh, uh, did that ever happen to any of your siblings? No, we were friendly and lame. We never really fought that much. We were also four years apart. But it's kind of fun to have like an older sister because at first she's the stronger one and slowly and slowly the younger brother becomes stronger and stronger. And then at, at a certain point, it's really fucked up that you're hitting her. Yeah. Well, that fortunately, Hannah's still stronger than I am. Yeah. So. I saw her. She sat on your back earlier mm -hmm. today. <laughs> she, she put me in a figure four leg lock <laughs> she and said, made Stop me hitting squeal yourself. like a little piggy. <laughs> Uh, Brittany, sorry, Britt Reed Dinger writes, how can I be a, a guest on your podcast without being funny or famous? Uh, it's, I, I was going to say, shit, let's call her. Uh, I was going to say you could just be Dave Rosenberg. Oh, that's oh, fucked up. Savage. Yes. That is absolutely savage. Epic. Absolute epic. I'm uh, looking for this question and I can't find it, but it was about having you on the D and D podcast. Oh yeah, I saw that, yeah. and that's one that we get at uh, live shows too. Yeah, um, but the reason a, I the, well the reason I haven't done it yet it's James Tarantino thirteen. Would you ever be a guest on not another D and D podcast? Uh, you have a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yeah, a very popular one. It's only growing, rabid fan base. When we hit the road, people are clamoring for some hard one voices. That's right. Hard one surefoot. My uh, human fighter raised by dwarfs <laughs> in the dwarfinage. I think, I will say that I love, I mean, I love playing D&D &D so much. And people have been tweeting at me and uh, telling me that they didn't play D&D &D and they started listening and it inspired them to like want to play. Wow. So if, if anybody's thinking about it, mm -hmm. if anybody, and then like we have an active Reddit where people are like meeting up and starting campaigns together. Wow. Uh, are looking for for friends to play with. That's beautiful. It really is. Uh, meanwhile, our fans are just fucking screwing each other up. Really fucked up teenagers who can't get enough nastiness and negativity in their lives. That's right. I mean, fuck these guys. This It stems from you, man. Huh. You just said fuck these guys. <laughs> Where do they get it from? But I don't think you would be on... I I couldn't imagine you coming on the show and taking it seriously. <laughs> like, yeah, I have a hard time imagining that too. I'm, maybe if you just give me a small character where I can't fuck it up as much as I want to. But you would still make fun of us. Like, we're just <laughs> four adults in a room pretending that we're, uh, we're uh, barbarians and elves and wizards. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, and here comes... The bagel smith, and I have to do a voice too and pretend and play make believe with you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's there. I didn't start going in like doing a crazy voice. I don't. I don't know if I have that in me. My my character's voice is just like deeper than mine. Yeah. Uh, so you could do something like an adjacent. You, you know, it's not like a far leap for you to come in and do a a Jewish bard yeah. or something. Can I be a Jewish frog? <laughs> Yeah, you could. Like, oh, help me. I am a frog. <laughs> Never mind. You're not going to be on the podcast. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> but we do want you to start your own podcast. Yeah, and that's what we're still thinking about. So if you have any suggestions as to what my version of a D&D &D podcast would any be. Any ideas. What's something that would be listenable uh, that's sort of like our podcast, but something I could do with somebody else. What do you want to hear Amir do? Yeah, that's and, the question. And who do you want to hear me do it with? So do you have a dream guest for not another D&D &D podcast if it's 
not me? Who can it be? Who would who would really kick ass in that setting? I think Thomas Thomas Middleditch because he takes even our podcast like very it's like yeah. very earnest and wants to give advice, and he also loves D and D and role playing games. Yeah, and he also has like all that stuff. he has an encyclopedic knowledge of like fantasy worlds. Yeah, from like reading and like experiencing both like real medieval history and fantasy history. Right. So I guess I would be like I would that would be my dream guest, but I'd also be intimidated like if he came in and I just like start doing my hard one sure foot voice. Yeah, and he's uh, like, "What are you doing, man?" Like, he's like, "No, not. this is how you do it." <laughs> he just does an amazing <laughs> French woman accent or something. I don't know. He's so inventive. Everybody boos you out of the room. <laughs> uh, what episode, writes Kyle Moore, of Jake and Amir was longest and hardest to shoot? Ooh. Longest and hardest. Longest and hardest. Most of the sit-down ones took like 30 to 60 minutes. Yeah, they're Do you remember anything easy. that took longer than that? Um, I know like we did... Two that I can think of right now are the one where you kick my tongue off. Yeah, tongue was uh, guest directed and we had multiple locations and like... Just all through the office. And I remember like being covered with blood, blood yeah. like and and going home and trying and like it stained your skin and yeah. it's so sticky yeah. and it was all over my hair yeah. and my <laughs> face. And I like, it took me, I had to take three different showers to get it all off. Yeah. So that was kind of long and hard. Oh, I got a good all, one too. What do you got? Uh, the last Ben Schwartz episode, I think it's like finale part four or something. Oh, yeah. It wasn't long or hard for us, but Ben had to act as eight or 12 different characters. Right, every character he'd ever played on Jake and Amir. Constantly running upstairs to change costumes and like put on a milkman outfit, come down and do a, a line, yeah. then go back up, change, get into like this hunter-gatherer, whatever the woodsman was. Yeah. It was also so specific. Um, like we couldn't, because he was all of those characters in one frame at a, like the same time. Yeah. Like we had to keep the camera perfectly still, not let it move. And then also make sure that Ben was sitting in a, in a way that like his, if his arm went out, it wouldn't like overlap the other guy's face. Cause we like had to do like one of those shots. We, I think we had like six different shots and yeah. Ben was in just six different, very, very <laughs> compartmentalized <laughs> locations on the on the screen shout out to phil fox for editing that episode oh yeah that was a hard one uh, what were you gonna say did you have another one um the the one where we shot in i think it's called in the club where we're like in the line for the club oh, it was freezing out. it was just really cold and it was uh, like starting to snow by the end of it yeah also the all of the the road trip episodes were pretty hard because it was like we would wake up we'd be in the rv and we had to like drive from Tennessee to New Orleans, but also Shoot when we got video. to New Orleans, <laughs> spend time shooting a video yeah, quickly so, so that we could go out and enjoy New and Orleans. Go and party in New Orleans. Wake up hungover, having to drive through another two and a half states to get to our next destination while we had to um, brave the snow. There was like some sort of countrywide snowstorm happening that day. Yeah, We were, like, yeah. getting snow in Texas. It was That's going right. from, like, Canada all the way down to Florida. Yeah, and it was just the four of us. So, we like, we usually had, a, like, a lot of support, like, DP's sound producers. But on the road, it was just me, you, and John, and Giancarlo. Right. That was a tough one. Um, all right, we have time for a few more. Uh, what's the cheapest you've ever been? Cheapest I've ever been... 
Have you ever like purchased a really roundabout flight to save like 50 bucks? Oh, I guess I, I, I've bought suits at like top man and then just returned them after I wore them. (laughs) It's pretty good. Yeah. That's like a 500. I think that, and that's something I can't imagine you could do it more than once, but I have done it. At Top Man, Zara, and ASOS. <laughs> I am blackballed from all those places. And rightfully so. Yeah, totally. Uh, I can't... What's coming to mind for me? Uh, I mean, you're cheap all the time. Yeah, so like, what's, what's to say the cheapest? Um, I steal shoes from homeless people, but that's not really cheap. That's just mean spirit. That's brazen. Yeah, I don't recycle. Not really cheap. That's just sort of a nasty little thing that yeah. I do. That's me being mean. Uh, oh, you don't pack your own lunch for work, but you throw out other people's lunches when Again, you get here. Yeah, it's not that's cheap. Not that's, cheap. Just like that's just kind like of a, a troll asshole little thing. That it's a I John Wolfie thing to do for sure. Yeah. Do you have anything? Uh, that you do that's cheap? Oh, no, new question. Oh, gotcha. Um, do you guys ever write things that you may not necessarily have the means to fulfill? Location, budget, time, or do you think it's smarter to focus on projects that are more immediately viable? Ooh, that's good. Um, yes, Lonely and Horny Season 2 is a good example. We wrote some episodes that are just like, listen, we can't get 50 people and a frat house and a helicopter. Yeah, I think we definitely, I feel like we tend to write things that we know are going to be made, but we still also like write pitches for TV shows and movies. Right. Um, I think there's there's something to be said for writing both. You want to be able to write something that you could give to somebody and they could conceivably say, Oh, I can I can understand how this would be made, and I can understand why you guys are the people to do it. That's also why Jake and Amir was so simple at first. It's like one, it's our expertise to have quick hitting dialogue, but two, it's really easy to shoot me sitting and not moving, and you sitting and not moving. Right. If we took those scripts to the people who were running College Humor at the time, and we're, and if we took scripts that were like, okay, and Amir fights a dinosaur, and then right. Jake is an astronaut. Yeah. People would be like, okay, we well, can't do that. Of course. So we did. So that's why you made uh, Ace and Jocelyn astronaut <laughs> accountants from outer space, which was... It looks bad on purpose because mere the character is shooting and editing it. Right, exactly. So find cheap ways to do it. That's we, the che- That's the good way to be cheap, baby. We got away with a lot of half-assed stuff because it's like, well, Amir the character would know how to rap. So this is a really quick, shitty rap, which yeah. I wrote in 30 seconds because that's what Amir the character thinks is funny, right? <laughs> I love Amir the character exporting. <laughs> things with like the song for Ace and Jocelyn ends with you yelling at your mom yeah. but you exported it uploaded it felt like it was good enough <laughs> mom closed the doors the original mom I'm coming that's right uh, that brings us to Christina Jonas who writes do we have a date for LNH episodes yet Lonely and Horny season 2 shot in the can edited we we edited a trailer we're gonna have to go door to door to show people because we still don't have a date a release date yet someday somehow you will see it I can't fucking wait uh, but it's done it's good we like it it's funny um, and it's beautiful thanks to Bobby Lamb I'm trying to find one good last question um, there were some good ones already um, since the election have you had a close friend or someone you re- know relatively well change their stance on Trump for example they were a staunch supporter slash opposer and have since changed their mind writes V de <laughs> uh, everybody I love and care about was smart enough to hate him from the beginning. <laughs> and everybody that hated, uh, loved him from the beginning Still really does. loves him now. <laughs> so no, your optimistic question was actually um, 
flawed from the start. No one has changed their mind in any way since probably late 2015. If you loved him, you love him even more. And if you hated him, you hate him even more. Our country is divided, people. Seuss 5 writes, what hookah flavors will get me chicks? Mint, cherry, <laughs> anything apple-related. <laughs> Caramel and otherwise. Don't sleep on agave, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, all right, cool. Great episode. Solid work, everyone. Good questions. It's hard to write unique questions nowadays, but there's some that we've you never did heard it. before. Uh, thanks to you guys for listening again. Uh, we're coming to Dublin, Amsterdam, London on June 4th, 6th, 10th. Tickets available at ifireyoushow.com. Uh, if and send don't us, forget to send us the podcast art. That's right. Or questions or theme Please. songs to ifireyoushow at gmail.com. The opening one was written by Stephen. Remember Stephen? Miss Stephen. Uh, and this closing one, let me look it up. I believe it is Walter? Nice, Walt. Double checking. Thanks, buddy. Walter Nespresso. <gasps> Why did I write that? I'll tell you what, I have to pee real bad, so I'm going to let you finish this episode, and I'll catch you on the flip. All right. Later, everybody. Uh, yeah, Walter, who wants to shout out his Spotify, Depresso Nostresso. So nice. thanks, Thanks, Walter. Thanks to Steven. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back soon enough. Uh, I'm going to release another Thomas Middleditch episode as a bonus Thursday one day soon. So st stay tuned for that. Uh, those shows were too good not to let out into the wild. But as for us, we'll be back next Monday, guaranteed, for another episode of If I Were You. Ciao. Whatever you were doing, you were doing it wrong. Whatever you were doing, you were doing it wrong. Whatever you were doing, you were doing it wrong. Whatever you were doing, you were doing it wrong. If I were you, 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 if I were you. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, this is Jeffrey James, host of the HeadGum Podcast and the fan favorite game show, Jeopardy. We're going to be live streaming this chaotic Jeopardy-inspired game show on Thursday, June 13th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Some of your favorite podcast hosts and producers will be competing, including Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements from Hollywood Handbook, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger from Doughboys, Miles Bonsignore from Perfect Person, Amir Blumenfeld from Segments, Riley Anspa from Review Review, and more. Get your tickets today at moment.co slash jeopardy it's only ten dollars right that's only what is it five eighths the california minimum wage that's m-o-m-e-n-t dot c-o slash g-e-o f-f-a-r-d-y moment.co slash jeopardy and if you can't watch live no problem because the vod version video on demand will be available for seven days following the event so get your tickets at moment.co slash jeopardy you won't want to miss it or miss it. I don't care. <laughs>